0: From the Protectors of the Internet, the Wisconsin Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force, it's the PKO Podcast.
1: Welcome to the PKO Podcast, sponsored by the Wisconsin Department of Justice, Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force. I'm Dana, and with me again today is Jeff. Hey, Jeff.
0: Hi, Dana. Thanks for having me again.
1: I know how much you love my intros.
0: Oh, I can't wait. Did
1: I hear you giggle (laughs) during just the intro itself? (laughs)
0: Yeah, I did a little bit. So I, I always look forward to coming on these just so I can hear what the joke is.
1: <laughs> okay, so I have to admit, I don't have any tech jokes prepped and ready, but I always have some sort of joke in my back pocket.
0: <laughs> All right, let's see what you got today.
1: Okay. <laughs> um, what's the difference between a cat and a frog?
0: Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things, but I don't know. <laughs>
1: A cat has nine lives, but a frog croaks every night. Oh, oh, my God. oh. I like the very real reactions I get. Oh, That was,
0: that was hilarious.
1: You know, here's, so here's the sad thing is that that's your response. My response when I re- literally find these is to break out laughing even when I'm alone in a room. <laughs> I enjoy them very much. So, well,
0: sorry, sorry, it didn't land as good when you were it to yourself.
1: That's all right. <laughs> it's most important to me that I have laughter in my life for for mental health reasons, right?
0: <laughs> right. I'll you share need that.
1: I'll share it with as many other people as I can. All right. So, what are we talking about today, Jeff?
0: Uh, you told me we're talking about YouTube kids. I told you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, so, um, yeah, so we had a um, a listener send us a message, and this was a really great topic to, to chat about. Um, so YouTube Kids was a really great, safer alternative to YouTube that came out um, from YouTube. And they recognized that some content might not be child-friendly, and they were trying to kind of respond to that. And so they came out with this platform of YouTube Kids. Um, And what this listener was pointing out was that within YouTube kids, the autoplay feature for like, if I watch a video right now, the next video that will, uh, that is suggested automatically starts playing after a few seconds. And that autoplay feature is defaulted to on, and you actually cannot turn it off right now um, in YouTube kids. So definitely concerning for us from even just down the rabbit hole kind of perspective in screen time, right?
0: Right. Yeah. Cause it just keeps going and going and going, whether that's the content you want or not.
1: Yeah. So that's, I think that's the first thing that we can think about is it's really easy to get sucked into watching videos online and to not realize that, oh, I just lost an hour or two of my life. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> so I think that's the first thing. And then the second thing is that you don't really know what your child is watching then. Like, yes, they are in YouTube Kids, and hopefully it's safer content then. But you don't know what the content actually is because you're getting things that are suggested for you based on their algorithms of things that you've watched in the past.
0: Right. So you could have, you know, a video of them watching a cat. they think thinking a cub the little cat, and that might progress to, uh, you know, Lions, or who knows what.
1: Right. <laughs> who st- knows how
0: far it goes down and what, what it transfers to, and then lions to some other animal, and then they see stuff they probably don't want to watch, so.
1: Right, and and I'm not sure how well things are filtered out in YouTube Kids, but assuming they're filtered out well, um yeah. According
0: still- to their, according to Google Play, it says that um, no system is perfect. Inappropriate videos can slip through, so we're constantly working to improve our safeguards.
1: Sure.
0: So it so sounds like, obviously, with everything, there's always... Some stuff that might slip through the cracks, but yeah. highly, not as likely as regular YouTube, I would say.
1: Well, and we've wa- we've we've talked about YouTube on the podcast uh, before. It's been quite some time, but um, mm-hmm. we should bring this up again because we saw it back then. Sometimes we will see content that appears that it's geared towards kids, so it's a cartoon, it's a you know a clip from a movie that's popular, um, those types of things, and then these people with with um, bad intentions splice things that are that are more um, adult based into that child video, like in the middle of it or something like that. And there might be some violence or there might be, you know, adult content or something like that. Um, And goodness knows why they do things like that. But you need to be aware of it so that you, you know, are talking to your kids if they see something that makes them feel funny or um, those types of things that they're making sure to let you know.
0: Right, and that's a hard thing, I think, sometimes, too, for kids is to tell their parents, oh, I was on YouTube and saw a video that had this in it with the fear of getting in trouble. So I think a lot of kids will just get off that video or maybe report it and without telling their parents. I think it's important that parents talk to their kids, have an open dialogue, so they can help them better understand that and explain what that stuff was that they saw.
1: Those are awesome points, Jeff. That's perfect. Right. You know, yes, let's empower our kids to, to be able to know what actions to take to report this stuff online right. because we want them to be able to do that. Um, but we also want to be having those regular discussions with them about what they're doing online so that they know they can come to us if they see something and they they know it's wrong or they don't know what it is. Um, and because we're used to having those conversations, hopefully we as parents can kind of hold back maybe a reaction of, of anger or anything like that at the internet itself and respond to <laughs> our kids with support and encouragement and and talking through how to um, report that together or whatever the right next steps are.
0: Right. Because a lot of times their intention is not to come across that stuff. And when they do, I think sometimes kids are, are afraid of getting in trouble or getting electronics taken away or or whatever. So I think it's important that parents have that open dialogue with them so they can come to them if they experience some of that when they're
1: online. So they did, I believe that they have heard people's concerns about this autoplay feature. And it sounds like their response was that they would make a change that you could turn that off. But from my knowledge, that change has not been made yet. Um, And the other thing that they haven't come out and said with that is whether or not it will default to being on or off once that option is available. So that'll be interesting to kind of keep an eye on and see. But as it stands, you know, utilize some of those those screen time limits and that kind of stuff, because otherwise, like I said, you can really get down yeah. into those videos without realizing that you spent that much time online.
0: Right. And I think kids, too, sometimes they'll just have it on as background noise while they're doing something else or, so mm-hmm. I know, a lot of. A lot of kids are playing video games and watching streamers play the same video games. I think sometimes, <laughs> you know, YouTube's just kind of playing and they're not really even paying attention to what's on YouTube. They're just kind of have it on as noise because they're used to that.
1: How interesting. See, I wasn't mm-hmm. uh, aware of that with that gaming side of things. It's almost yeah. like um, I've said before that one of the ideas with, with screen time and giving ourselves healthier limits is an idea of, of one screen at a time. And it's something that I've tried to incorporate for myself. And it almost right. sounds like it's that sort of thing f- for this as well. You know, you're not giving it any attention. It's just running in the background and, and it's more noise for you, I guess, in your head. Um, mm-hmm. So what's the point?
0: Right. Why, why even have it on if it's not, if you're not watching it? Yeah. <laughs> and hmm. It's interesting, too, because there's a new trend out where people are watching streamers like play video games and then they'll try to get in the same games as those streamers. So they can go in there and try to kill them while they're, or illuminate the character <laughs> while they're, uh, while they're playing. So they're, they're on the stream and then their name gets recognized. So that's oh. a new thing that kids are, are doing as well.
1: Interesting. Um, mm-hmm.
0: hmm. Did you, so the people that aren't familiar with YouTube kids, I guess um, there's parental controls on there um, that shows that if, if you set it up a child's account on there, you can set it. Ex- time limit for how long they can watch it um, you can see what videos that they're watching so that you can go in there and see a list so you understand what content and from there um, you can block and flag videos that you don't want your children watching um, and it also lets you set up a profile so that you can approve what content you want them to see called approve content only so in that mode you'll go and select videos or channels or things that you want your kids to watch that eliminates the uh, use of the search function so it'll only play videos selected by the parent. But I don't know if that would autoplay how that works for that. I'm sure that it, it still uh, still repeats videos from there, I would imagine.
1: Mm-hmm. And there's ways to kind of step down from that, too. So if maybe you have a very young child and that's the way that you're starting with their usage okay. online is you're doing approved-only content through this. Um, mm-hmm. And then as they start to get older, they understand you know, maybe the rules that you've discussed, uh, for online usage. Um, and then you can kind of step down. So YouTube kids also has, uh, content settings. So you right. can go from that approved content to like a preschool content setting or a younger content setting. That's, you know, age five to seven or an older content setting that goes more to that eight to 12 kind of age, age group. Um, and, and just based on your own child and their, their, you know, um, maturity level and that kind of stuff, you can kind of start stepping down as far as what works best for your family. Right.
0: So yeah, I I have children. I've never, I never even explored YouTube kids. Uh, so it's kind of interesting. Um, I know my youngest now is 11, so I guess they're kind of going out of the getting out of the age range where they're almost 13. That it surprised me because Google, uh, I have children accounts set up. So when my 13-year-old turned 13, it sent him an email, me and him an email saying, hey, your child's 13 now, he can choose not to have a child account, and if you'd like to approve that, um, just so you know, it's going to be unlocked and you have to go in your settings and change things. And, you know, after looking Ooh. at it, it was kind of hard to, <laughs> to turn to off those no. parental settings. You pretty much had, pretty much had to give him a full access to, <laughs> to, to his Google account then, which, which was fine. It was always just for safety reasons. We did a child account, right. but I know like Apple and things too, when you hit over that, that age for a child account, it'll say, Hey, your child's 13. Are you sure you still want him to have a child account mm. or do you want to upgrade to an adult account? So.
1: What an I interesting know. thing that it sent it to both of you though.
0: Right. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Huh. yeah. And he had, I think he had the option to say like, Hey, if, if you want to switch to an adult account, these are what access you have. Like, you know, you have to follow rules and it gives you kind of like a breakdown of you know what what's the difference between a child and an adult account and you know make sure you talk to your parent and if you want to switch your account hit accept and it sends an email saying your child would like an adult account uh, mm-hmm. would you approve this <laughs> you so no. it's kind of interesting <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not just kidding
1: <laughs> well and it is so that's something good to bring up because we talk yeah. about you know checking into privacy settings checking into that that kind of thing regularly um <laughs> that would become even more important after they were given additional freedoms hitting that 13 age and, and having their account expand a little bit. Um, but as you said that, it made me wonder, you know, Google owns YouTube. Right. So why wouldn't your settings from, from your Google account for them filter down and show them that they needed a YouTube kids account or even suggest it to you anyway? It doesn't say that they need it, but suggest it as, as, hey, maybe you weren't aware that this is an option out there for your child. Um, so, you know, those are things just to kind of really be aware of, I guess that it's important to be looking at each app that's being used and kind of checking the privacy settings within each one versus kind of expecting that they might carry over.
0: Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of, a lot of times when you're setting up a child account and different, um, different programs, they always want you to enter your child's age. And if you put their ages under 18, then it always seems like a bunch of extra steps that you have to set up as a parent. And I think some parents... It's easier to just, you know, put their their birth year and their birthday and switch their year to show that they're 18 so you don't have to mess with all the different settings. Uh, but it's important that if you're, you know, setting up account for your child, a lot of these apps and websites will filter content based on your child's age. So if you put your child's 18 on there, then they might be more accessible to adult content than they would if they had, you know, a 10-year-old account. So just something to think about.
1: Yep. Yeah. And as they get older, let's say... Right. Let's say they're they're 13 and you're marking them as an 18 year old or, you know, whatever, I guess, 13 and you're marking them as a 16 year old or something like that. Um, When they're 14, it's going to show they're 18. So just be thinking about that kind of stuff if you are choosing to misrepresent ages on there. Um, Right. And the other piece of that, too, is is what they're collecting because they'll collect data on adult users, whereas um, because of COPPA laws, they can't collect that stuff on child users. So, good things to keep in mind. Yeah. So, I think there's a lot of good stuff with YouTube. We've talked about this before. It's a really useful site, Um, it's entertaining. Uh, There's just a lot of really great stuff on there. And they have done some really good safety stuff with YouTube kids. I know um, some time ago they turned off the ability to chat or or leave comments on things posted by uh, known child accounts, which was a great thing in our opinion um but they've definitely taken good steps towards making things safer and i expect that now that they've heard this feedback they'll make this change too it'll just be um kind of a wait and see until when they do that and what that looks like once they make the change i guess so other right. thoughts on youtube there jeff
0: no i think youtube's great it has some good purposes uh i've been watching youtube this weekend the the big uh, electronics expo e3 Uh, was this weekend so I watched a bunch of live streams on there but like I said if you just understand what your kids are using YouTube for and what they're watching I think you know YouTube can have uh good purposes and bad purposes so
1: yeah just like everything that's true I've said it before too I love YouTube for for DIY projects and kind of getting getting a um a little bit of a preview on what type of project you're taking on for yourself so (laughs)
0: Yeah, how to change your alternator. I looked on YouTube how to do that. I can go on there to find out all kinds of stuff. Makes us
1: all feel handier. (laughs) Yep. All right. Well, thanks for joining me again, Jeff. I appreciate it.
0: Yep, thanks for having me.
1: And as always, stay safe.